Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, February 28, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? How about Bitcoin? Let's start there. How about 63,000? Let's talk about that for a minute. What you didn't hear me say is that I was shorting 50,715. You didn't hear me say I was shorting 57,000. But what traders in the live room heard today was that I am absolutely shorting 63,000. I told them how I was going to do it. And guess what? A whole laundry list of traders followed me into a short trade of 63,000 or above in Bitcoin and got already paid handsomely already. It's called a risk-free, emotionless trade. How you doing? How about a 240 chart? What do we have? An on-time type of situation with a sign or signal of a trend change reaching an important place. That's like coming up to bat with bases loaded. Nice trade in Bitcoin around the horn. I want to show you something little note I got this afternoon from Ron M. How about this? Futures account, a grand bouncing off the pivot. That was a day trade. How about day trading account? A couple of hundred on Bitcoin short, 5% in less than 10 minutes on BITI. How you doing? A lot of traders made a whole lot more, 5% in less than 10 minutes. Pretty slick. Retirement account. How about 500 bucks on Yeti? That's off the automagical swing trade algo system. Hit second profit target today, Yeti. He says the numbers work. Here's a two-hour chart of Yeti. 38 and a quarter was the buy price down there. 41.51, 41.50 was the second profit target today. It was already a risk-free, emotionless trade. We still have a trailer. Lazy Swing Trader, Automagical Algo System. But what do we have as it relates to the spiders? We have the same thing we had yesterday. They traded in a very narrow range today. They're doing the same thing. What is that thing? Let's look at the big picture. The thing is, they ran up to a price just short of that trend line up there, around 510, and they're pulling back. This is a bullish move until it's not. Where does it become unbullish for the time being? How about below this breakup candle low of 50302? We'll call it 503. We talked about it last night. They're going to move them. Write that down. Put it on a sticky. Whether they use PCE tomorrow, they didn't use or elected not to use the phony GDP number this morning. Someday along the line, they're going to pick out that day. It's built into the system if you will it's baked in the cake they're going to move them which way up or down this is a pullback in an uptrend they can certainly move them up what happens if again get out the sticky notes what happens if they get below 503 where do they go well i would write that one down 501 it's not the gap the gap is all the way down here but they should have at least an intraday way station around 501. That's good for a bouncing back in the other direction, at least for a trade. Sticky note material. As of now, we take it at face value. It's a bullish pullback 
flaggish, wedgish, kind of pullbackish in an uptrend, building energy for another move higher until they give what's called a sell signal. There has been no sell signal. What happens when you get a sell signal? The floodgates open up, the institutions hop on board, they start dumping stuff, become net sellers of the market. That's a sell signal. You're going to get a big time sell signal on the weekly chart, just looking at this anytime soon. And the answer is not so much. You may get a pullback, but a sell signal for an all out collapse, not until much lower, not needed to be discussed tonight. By the way, what else did we have going from a live room perspective today? In addition to Bitcoin, about UNH 487.60. You see what happened? They finished that high of day. Look at the daily chart. Nice tail. 487.60 buy price. UNH, United Health was in the news. Department of Justice investigation. Perfect. That creates opportunity. What happens down the line? They settle for some amount of money. You may never find out. And life goes on, nothing will happen. Either way, created a trade, intraday trade, that's all we care about. What about inside the numbers? Let's check out the commentary today. We woke up with a little red on the screen. We smell opportunity. We start with the downside case. What if she stays below 505.55? Well, there's a leg lower, 504, 503.50. Now, pay attention to this. Recall that this is the zero dark 30 stuff. This is put on the board at like 6 o'clock, 6.15, 6.30, in that neighborhood. The bull slash rescue case is getting priced back above the flat line around 406.87. Came up one penny short, high of day 506.86. There was no bull case until or unless they got above 506.87. Let's see what else we have. 8.40, here comes the morning schematic. 505.55 is our early pivot. Anybody think that area is important? 505.55? You betcha. Above, she's going to try and go up. Below, she's going to try and go down. You could see her fight 505.55 all day long. It pays to know the pivot. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart and double check the work. Did we have traders take a ride up? to yesterday's close, to the gap, from the pivot? Yes, we did. Did they make money? Yes, they did. They knew the stock market was bullish or the SPY was bullish above that number. Below that number, the trade is wrong. Not just a spike, not just for a minute, but closing candles below. Starts with a five, then it's a 10, then it's a 15. Then you have to say, well, wait a minute. They're spending too much time below the number. I don't like the trade. I'm out of here. As long as they maintain price above, they're going to go higher. Yes, we had traders take the long trade. Absolutely. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. What about stocks on the move today? We're going to take a look at Urban Outfitters, Baidu, PDCO. We're going to skip bros and we're going to look at Lemonade. You see the numbers on the board. Now let's go look at the charts. Here's a five-minute chart of Urban Outfitters. Here's what they did. Came into the first number. They gave you a bounce here. High was 41.49 off of 41. That is the base hit by definition. It's a touch more. So they gave you the trade at the first number. 
Sometimes you get a rocket ride. Other times they give you the base hit. Today was the base hit. Then what'd they do? Came down to the second number. How'd they do down here? What was low? 40-22 against what? 40-22. Where'd they go? Right back to the first number. Trade number two. Have a nice day. Urban Outfitters. Nice trades. Plenty of participation in the live room in Urban Outfitters. Baidu gave you a bounce at the first number. They gave you about a buck. Came down to the second, gave you another bounce, and then they leaked the rest of the day. How about Patterson? A lot of participation in Patterson today. 25.95 was the number. They hit it and bounced, hit it again and bounced. Nice trade. The numbers work. Lemonade gave you a bounce at the first number, came into the second and third, gave you the bounce back up. So technically, you got two trades if you wanted them in Lemonade. And once again, the numbers work in case you were wondering. What happened over in Camp IWM? It was a down day. They were down about eight-tenths of 1%, which has relative weakness against the SPY that was hovering around the flat line, down about one-tenth of 1%. Do we need to make a federal case out of this? No, they're still in an uptrend. The trend is your friend. However, it is of note. Whenever there's relative weakness with my favorite market-leading indicator, I am going to take note. The door is open to fill the gap down here. If they start getting below and closing candles even intraday and then daily below that gap, that's going to open the door for another leg lower. We're going to look, start to look into these moving averages if that takes place. Once again, you just look at the weekly chart and you say, they're not really doing anything. You're clearing up the daily chart noise of the back and forth. And you can see here above all the moving averages, they're eating time off the clock, and they're beating on this area that they've been at already two times. This is the third time up above 203. At face value, this is not bearish, but bullish. Can they pull back a little bit? Sure, why not? Markets go up, markets go down. That doesn't mean it's collapsing. It means they're not ready to go yet. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Buttigieg's crew. What's the first thing I see? They're testing a breakup candle low. Get below this low, opens the door for the gap down below. If they start closing candles below that, it's going to open the door for another leg lower. So this is your make it or break it from a short-term perspective. This low at 15, 627 and change, call it 628. They can't get below that and close below that intraday and then daily. Otherwise, it's going to open the door for more stuff on the downside. See, now you don't know whether this is a move up, pullback, and then a C leg up to complete above the high of the A leg. This move off the bottom would be the A leg. However, if this is in fact a lower high situation from up here, so you look up here and you say, well, you have a high, and then all of a sudden you have a lower high. Well, if that's going to take hold, then they're going to make lower lows. So we don't know which one it's going to be yet. That's what makes a market. We watch, we look for evidence, we look for clues, and we look for them to give us pieces to the puzzle that we could put together along the line. Write that stuff down, put it on a sticky note. What about the Q people? Today down about half a percent above all the moving averages. This is just a shallow pullback in the midst of an uptrend after making another new high. That's looking at the tape from face value as an umpire calling balls and strikes. Things change if they give up this daily chart, break up candle low, and specifically get below the 20-period moving average. Until or unless that happens, this is just a pullback 
in an uptrend. Anything wrong with the financials? Nope, not a thing. They were up about a third of a percent today, eating time off the clock above 40.10 and below 40.80. The target is 40.80. Could be 40.70, could be 40.75. It's within shooting distance of 40.80. Could be 40.85. Therefore, no change in the XLF. Smash mouth teetering on breakup candle low. What's the low? How about 206.33? What's today's close? How about 207.41? What's today's low? 206.43. Any accidents or coincidences? Not. By the way, as I just said that, I think I found an anomaly. So watch this. Look for a minute there like they actually got below that low, but I guess they didn't. Either way, this number here, 206.33, is your bogey. Start getting below that, and the next place they really visit is going to be down around 202. 50 have already done the work so if they don't hold 206 33 there is a leg down at least from an intraday perspective today what they did was ran a test of it we'll see if it holds it's normal garden variety the way the market works what's going on with our friends over at amazon we'll take a look at the mag 7 for a few moments Still short of my target at 176.85. This is just a pullback in an uptrend, same routine. Apple, different story. There's issues with Apple. If they do not hold, and I say this every night or every time we go over it, but they have to hold 179 and a quarter. If they don't, there's trouble in Apple. They're going to go straight down to 177 and potentially more. They're below all the moving averages on the daily chart. And on the weekly chart, they're teetering on the 50-week moving average. And what I can tell you from a professional mutual fund manager, pension fund manager, a professional money manager perspective, they pay very close attention to the 50-week moving average in stocks or markets they hold on the long side. They don't like to be long when things are under the 50-week moving average. Now, they'll give it some time. They're not going to give it too much time. But they'll give it a week or so of note, write that down, put it on a sticky note. Microsoft, anything wrong with Microsoft? Well, it's still in an uptrend from a long-term perspective. You look at the daily chart and they're teetering on the 20-period moving average and you got a lower high. Is this a reversal happening in the making or is this a pullback and a resumption of the uptrend? You defer to the larger time frame and it says... They're in an uptrend. That doesn't mean they can't come down. We'll use this gap as a bogey. The gap is 402.18. If they start getting below and closing candles below 402.18, we're going to question the resumption of the uptrend until further notice. Write that number down. Put it on a sticky note. How's Google doing? Kind of the same as Apple. It's not necessarily in a daily chart uptrend. They're leaking lower. There's an individual case in Google for the bear case. Money's coming out of Apple. Money's coming out of Google. Not so much yet in NVIDIA. This is just a pullback in an uptrend. Not so much in Meta. It's not even a pullback. It's just going sideways, grinding higher at all-time highs. Here's the monthly chart. There's nothing wrong with Meta. No reason they can't go higher. We don't know they will, but they can. What prevents that? Start getting below these lows from the gap up after earnings. This low here, just call it 450 and change. Below 450, that whole scenario changes. 
Tesla found the bottom. They're looking for the gap. They haven't got there yet. They're working their way up to the gap. But when you look at a weekly chart, a couple of things working. So you can have a low, higher low, higher low. Absolutely, that can be the case. But from a shorter term perspective, what you do have is a breakdown candle that coincides with this convergence of all the moving averages. 20, 50, 100, 200 period moving average. All within the stone's throw of each other right above this breakdown candle high. So this high is officially 217.80. So you figure right around that number, 217, 280 into the 220s, there is a ton, and I repeat, ton of overhead resistance. This is a bearish pattern in the making on this weekly chart. If they cannot get above this breakdown candle high, if they cannot get above that place, that number, that is a recipe for another leg lower. If they can, if they can pop above these moving averages, you've got your low, higher low, higher low, and a takeoff to the upside, and they'll give you 250 or more. But you're going to need a little help from a friend. If the stock market as a whole, all the indices are trending lower, it's going to be hard for Tesla to really get going. But if you get a little help from a friend in the S&P, sure, you can get 250 if they can get going. But they got to get above this high. This high, 217.80, until or unless they get above that high on weekly close, mind you. Write that down. Not just one day, but a weekly close. They got to close above there on a Friday close. Otherwise, no dice. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos, they're not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I am David Frost. My strategic forecast, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.